Welcome to another Tsuzame. Hi, hi. Hi, Nitsan. Hi, Dede. Dede is the boy under the hat, and Nitsan is the girl. Right. For those who don't understand the Hebrew names. Please, 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 first of wait, all, wait, tell wait. us what they do, and then he will wait. tell us why he's covering his face. Before that, before that, uh, I just wanted to say, because uh, Dede and Nitsan, or Nitsan and Dede are artists, uh, and I'm, I'm sure that everybody by now have seen the, um, all the photos of the hostages everywhere, in everywhere. It's everywhere. Not at NYU. And, uh, Not in, at NYU. Okay, that's another story. But everywhere, I mean, in the papers, on the screenings, in the outdoors, um, buildings, muse on museums. Uh, this is their... Their project. Wow. These two did it with Tal Huber. Okay. Tal Huber? Tal Huber, the uh, graphic designer. Okay. Uh, guys, tell us how did it come about? But listen, I'm sorry. We talked to yeah. a person who covered his face. We have to. Yeah, understand. so first, what we're going Otherwise to. Otherwise, we'll think he has. Um, we're going to explain. Yeah, why... I can say I can say in a few words. I mean, Please. I'm a, I'm an anonymous artist for um, over 15 years. I keep my uh, identity as a secret. And Nitsan I prefer... knows how you look like. I'm not sure. We can ask her after. <laughs> Do you uh... remember his face, Nitsan? There are yeah. a couple, by the way. I know, I know. Yeah. So uh, the thing is that I prefer my art and uh, my creations to be in the front and for people not judging my art because they know me, just because they found my art and they can tell their own story inside it. And that's uh, roughly the, the idea. We can talk more. But... Yeah. And I'm the opposite. I'm the face of the two of us. And when we need to like make an interview or something like that, I usually go and show my face and I represent both of us. And I stay like that. Yeah. So both of us started our way uh, around the year uh, 17 year old and you the same. We both started as graffiti artists. I started as a visual poet who wrote my poetry on walls in the public sphere around Tel Aviv. And he did the same, but not visual poetry, but his paintings. He's mostly famous for his Band-Aid symbol, as you can see, Band-Aids all yeah, over. I am the Band-Aid, um, probably. The Band-Aid boy. Sorry? The Band-Aid boy. Yeah, yeah. the Band-Aid boy. So that's how people used to call me because I obsessively covered the streets uh, with uh, band-aids uh, that was after my military service uh, it was uh, out of post-trauma uh, event that I can now say it was post-trauma but back then I didn't know exactly why but I was searching for this uh, symbol to communicate that's what I found and I obsessively painted it everywhere so Sorry. basically we've met um, we first met each other, each other's pieces of art in the public sphere in Tel Aviv before we put the faces together. So basically, we connected wow. after many years of me trying to get his attention. He's anonymous, so I was very curious about his real identity. And I left him um, my visual poems as messages next to his works of art in the street. So this is how we met. It took me four years, four years it took oh. me until uh, he managed and agreed to meet me. 
is your poetry is in harmony? Is your poetry is uh, in harmony with his art, or it's like a counterpoint? You know, like like, like I'm just saying, if he's post-traumatic, the Ben and they Ben, are you Ben? Okay, right, you know, it's really a metaphor for so much. Uh, so I just say, if your poetry, which I will have, you know, um, if, if there, it, if in times it was like very poetic, my poetry is is very poetic, and it's sometimes very minimalistic. It's very short. It might be long, but I come from trauma. So my beginning, the beginning of my career with my poetry is. Uh, dealing with trauma that I've I experienced in my home it's personal and it doesn't come from the military it comes from uh, early age but trauma attracts trauma so we've met each other yeah unbelievable so it's really I mean I, ca I can imagine myself the dialogue between his image and your words you know the poetry the, so, it's a real dialogue I, I don't uh, create only band-aids. I add more and more uh, different uh, symbols. Yes, I saw some of it, right. But uh, right now, this is what so, we see. Like, yeah, so. When did you start to work together? Because not, then you did separate works, but uh, now you do it together. So when you do something together, you put the poem uh, work together with his painting, or you just bring a piece and he brings a piece and you decide to put it together? I think every time we start and continue in different ways, every time the inspiration comes from a different point and we reach a different point. Sometimes it's the poetry leading, sometimes it's the image, sometimes it's the location. Uh, it can be anything. Yeah. You you know, we have few artists in Israel who are using, not poems exactly, I'm thinking about Yar Garbus, I'm thinking about even Tomarkin, Michal right? Michal Neyman. They use text. Right, they use text. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware. For sure, they they are using text through their entire careers, and but their creation is is very different than what I do because I am really a poet, but a visual one. So I'm not a painter. I am just painting with my poetry. Uh, so it's very distinct. Uh, it's very different. And the poems that I write are half of the meaning of the piece. Um, but it's not inter it's not interpretation of the piece, right? Or it is? No. no. It's not. And October 7th war caught you here in New York. Right. Yeah. Right? So yeah. what happened? Tell us how did you come yeah. about with the photos? Because I only, I, I just asked Silly just before you came that it will in be interesting. I don't know if you want to go into it about a... I don't know if to call it a how was effect art, yeah. but we'll get to it later. First, tell us about how it intrigued. Now we can we can talk about how the war affects art because the the project that we're planning to speak now, you can say that it's kind of an artivism uh, project. Uh, hmm. So. You can start. I mean, we arrived to New York on, the, on September 1st. And uh, uh, I mean, we came here because we got accepted to a residency program. So we both uh, planned to to be here uh, for three months, to have a studio here, to create a new body of work that it will be like a collaborative uh, project. 
And that was the main direction, but we didn't know exactly what we want to do. And um, of course, we started to organize and everything, but then 7th of October happened, caught us uh, really, like everybody else, really in shock and not, not prepared for anything. And uh, we had to cancel all our plans because immediately we knew that we have to do something, that we have to come up uh, with a project and, and spread the message and spread awareness about what's uh, about what really happened. And we wanted to do it immediately. We did not, we, we couldn't physically, we felt like we are burning, that if we won't come up with something in right the next now. 24 hours that we we will just want to toss ourselves from the building or something because we just couldn't bear the idea of sitting down quietly and not doing anything while the country is going through hell and people are being kidnapped so we did like 24 hours of brainstorming we were approached also by Tal Huber, which is a graphic designer who sits in Israel. And when we had the idea, we told her about the idea. And then we started sketching and preparing the poster campaign. Right. In the beginning, originally, our first idea was to create the posters that you all know today, which is the face and the word kidnapped and some details. We wanted to do it on milk cartons. Like, mm. like yeah, do about missing kids. Exactly. So this was our inspiration. This was, this was the original idea. But uh, very fast we understood that it will be too complicated and that it will take too, too long to execute. Produce. You have to produce product. Yeah, uh, and even if we want to do it guerrilla style, it will uh, take us forever to reach every supermarket in New York or if right. we want to go outside of New York. So we decided to do a little blow up of this uh, advertising advertisement and prepare it as a poster that can be hanged in the public space. Uh, so we search for uh, this kind of advertisements from, from the past uh, for inspiration. Um, we researched the, the language, how they use the, how, how it used to be. And what can attract the eye of the passers-by in the street to get closer and to read a little bit more and to see our people in Israel and, and how can they like how to attract people to help us. So the first thing that we knew is that we have to change the word missing into kidnap because we really need to make a bold statement and call it, you know, as it is. Right. And we knew that we have to uh, put the, the photos of the real people on the posters uh, for, for other people here, for the Pestles by to see that these are real people that can be even their family, it can be their, their kids, their brother, their grandparents, it could be anyone. And mm -hmm. uh, underneath that, we decided to add a short paragraph describing the, what happened on uh, October 7, because we felt at this, at this point, at the beginning, we felt that the world just don't know or prefer not to know. Right. And, and we, or biased or have preconceived ideas about Right. Pro, guest, pro, and against, and then distort reality, right? Yeah. Fake news. But you know, 
you are, I, I hate to say it this way, but I don't, so I don't, I don't have other words. In a way, you are lucky because you could take this incredible uh, shattering experience that all of us, everybody for, in Israel, every artist experience, and then you could immediately translate it. Yeah, so it's we, not just yeah, stayed yeah, in your yeah. head. It's not just, you know, like being haunted. It's not just dreaming. It's not just being upset and keep looking at the television in a very passive way, 24-7, like me, for example. You could actually um, took it out from your mind and but visualize I think, it. I think that being public artist and being out there right. all the time right. and relate to what's going on out there all the time it's not covered in a gallery it's not hidden uh the the relation with the outside and the relation with the time and the relation with what's going on yeah. it's immediate yeah so. but you know but you know i'm sure every artist is you know have the urge to somehow express it you know and we know when we talked about art in in war uh but somehow what you said enabled them to come immediately Right. Right. It was like really a survival or existence. I mean, it's almost like if if I don't if it doesn't jump out of me, I will I will jump out of me. <laughs> the immediate reaction is very different when it comes to this because when you have a right. regular artist, it takes time to process then right. how it comes out and then well, what he's going to show do it. with this, how to play with this. And here it's they talk to the to the people in the street all the time. And I right. needed to give the the to give them another another idea all the time. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. Combination between what you two just yeah. said, it's both us that we have a lot of experience in communication with the people in the streets through our art. We have a decade of experience, plus luck, luck. I really believe in yeah. luck and in gut intuition, and we were very lucky. We felt like we received like an electric shock from God or something like that, that we just had to do it. We had to do it. There is no other way for us. We could not escape it. We had to do it now. It was the most urgent thing we ever did in our lives. Uh, so it is also luck. We are very, very blessed. Yeah, but, but you, know, you have to be creative to be lucky. But you know what? Uh, I'm sure that important. we will get, if we can get, and then, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, put in. Uh, you also do something which is very unusual, uh, like in, um, which today it's very relevant, like in garages, you know, or, you know, like parking lots, underground, right? Underground parking lot. We had one project in a parking yeah, lot. And this is amazing. And, you know, it's like parking lot. It's like almost a tunnel, right? <laughs> It's, oh so now you take your imagination. What can I do? I'm not imagination. When I looked yeah. at it, I saw it the first time now, like a few days, you know, I don't know, a few days ago. And for me, it was shocking. You know, how can you create a whole not in your case, it's not a whole world, but because you I think you you discover it when you go through a parking lot. So you go, you know, different levels and corners, and every time there is something else talking to you which is extremely different experience than a gallery. Oh, yeah, oh it's exactly unbelievable. The, exactly you the thing we thought about when we, when we planned this project in the parking lot, we drove with our car back and forth all the time in the floors and we uh, thought, okay, where will be the next surprise? Well, right. where should we put our next- uh, And you don't know what, 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 what ahead of you? 
Yeah. Unknown. What are going to be in the next corner? And then you see it and, you know, and, and, and then it takes your mind in one way and then you turn a corner and it may take you another way. But in a way, you don't know what's ahead of you in every project because you have no idea how it will get accepted. And, you know, it's interesting because the Faces project very quickly became obvious because we know it so much and we saw it so much we see it so much that everybody reacted to this like it was always here and it's so obvious that it's here but at the same time you know we were marching today with pictures and photos and uh, you know in the park today and it's interesting to see how people react to this because um they all know it they all know it and they either say, oh, you know, you can see that they support or they are like dismiss it or like you bother us or thank God it's not us or uh, like you see it all and they stand there and they stare or they take videos, but they all know what it means. And because usually our rallies and walks and everything is quiet, it's not aggressive and it's not mm -hmm. uh, violent, you know, uh, and everybody stands still later on and sings. So it's very interesting to see how you affect people on the spot right, right away and you create some common language even if everybody's taking yeah, but it but you look at the facial expression and you look at the body yeah. language and i look at yeah. you guys and you you know you're, you're completely trans I'm, I'm not saying you're transparent right but at least i can look at you and see maybe there is subtext subtext in the way you look or subtext in the way you hold yourself and then i look at you <laughs> and i cannot read you i don't i don't have a key you don't want me to have a key to, you know, so I wonder, uh, you go and uh, you create images that I must react to them. Mm -hmm. And I look at you, I don't know my reaction. Is, well, let me let me hear why he's doing it. Why to cover your face? So, okay, so yeah. like I said in the beginning, that's exactly what you mentioned is exactly what I'm looking for because I want people to react to my art. I don't want them to react to me. I don't want them to think if I've been studying with them at high school, at the university, or served with them in the army. I don't want them to know who I am. If he is Ashkenazi or Mizrahi, all if I want, he's rich. All I, want, or... all I want to know is that if they see my art, if they react, if my art is good or not. I, don't, I want the art to be the concept. I want my art to be in the center. And I don't need them to know, uh, I mean, my reaction. Why I hope that we're you, but, but I guess you are in your art in, in many ways. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you obviously know the immediate reaction that everybody looks at this picture and they see you all covered. It's exactly like the other side. Yeah. And you know, it's like uh, today, but you know, today, first of all, you know, in the Corona, we got used to it. Okay. Let's mm -hmm. say, but then we had two years without the Corona. Without yeah. masks, not without. Yeah, yeah but now we have those. I, I don't compare. I'm just saying. I look at you, and I, you know, I. I'm it's sorry. Is it, I'm sorry. I'm a brutal, but you That's know, like, okay. like it's what they saw. Uh, you know, now in Israel, it's when stuff. the Hamas came it's in, stuff. they came in with some of them with what's masks. What's we are aware every, of every, we everything, don't have the choice. Everything is uh, time specific and concept specific. And of course, that with time, if it's Corona or something else, 
uh, people tell their own story and reflect to what happens around them. I'm sure I know that. I'm also not uh, used to have a lot of uh, video interview. And uh, this one is uh, very rare, actually, what we're doing now. I don't take a lot of uh, photo myself, especially mm. not with a mask. Uh, I, I always put my art in the front. So in this case, it's rare, and that's maybe why it... Um, very, but it's very powerful, but it is... I, I hate the to use this. It's yeah, it's, it's, there is a subtext. Because I know, look at you and I ask myself, you know, of course, you know, you can have different interpretation, like what you are hiding, or... or you know, I run to images that remind me of that, but but more important, your art, I agree with you. You know, you can really philosophize the whole thing because you're using Band-Aid, and Band-Aid is covering but it's your not wound, most of his art. and it's positive. The thing is that it's also, it's black and white, so it's a little bit like a fear, so you get confused. But if you, you can really use it as a message and make it more positive and you can heal yeah. with this cover. It doesn't, so, no, it doesn't solve your problem. It's but the only first heal. minute, the first second, it's like, whoa. Yeah. And then if he you knows. like, it gets softened a little he bit. Knows. So what is the art and what, what the effect of war on art in general? You know, it's very interesting, this conversation about the dead is covering his face with the bandages because we've been through, because of this campaign, this guerrilla campaign, we were interviewed in more than 80 different um, like Media. medias. Yeah. For example, we went live on Fox News, CNN, yeah, NBC. NBC, like every Everywhere. major uh, broadcast. Because they can recognize you on the street, but not him. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. but he did like that. He went yeah. on online like that. And, you know, every time after uh, it airs, we receive immediately like a backlash in our social medias. But nobody ever expressed no ever... like anything towards his mask or anything. People Nothing. took it. it, was, it was... They got used to it, you not, know? Not only got used to it, but accepted like very... Smoothly. Smoothly. Yeah. It was never a problem. So it's that's why I always think it's also the baggage of the person has when he meets me. So mm -hmm. I understand why for some people it's harder, but actually most of the time it's really okay. Yeah, it's like a meeting. But you know, in performing art, how do you call it? Uh, performing art? Do you know this uh, performing Both? art? You know, uh -huh. it's almost... Yeah, but we are not performing. But you are not performing. You, you, your art is... Yeah, but I understand. It's okay. I mean, it's it's also okay to call it a performance. It, I, I don't mind. It's, it's a... not your intention. <laughs> but but I, yeah, it's... but but I don't right. mind. So how will affect art? In what way? In your in your case, so, it's clear. In our case, it's clear. Actually, it's very very clear. So I can only give you that example. I cannot really explain how war. Like yeah, it's. I can only speak on our behalf. So this war really changed our lives. Um, basically, after we started this campaign, we dropped out of the residency program completely. Oh, yeah, we dedicated our in the, the past 40 days, Dead and I voluntarily just worked on this campaign in order for it to uh, remain relevant, to do all the interviews, to run the systems, the website, wow. connecting between people. And it cost us in any, 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 with everything. We lost our 
opportunities. We lost everything here. Money. Money. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. You have no idea. But we really are devoted with every bone in our body. Uh, we received death threats all the time. We had to relocate from apartment to apartment and to escape. Wow. Our lives had changed completely, but we are so privileged to be on the good side and not on the bad side of the coin. Right. But, you know, I think you just mentioned, so you both have a, like a, what, we, what you call traumatic uh, background, but doesn't matter if it's war or it's childhood, childhood drama. Trauma, but I, I guess all your art is, does, I'm, I'm asking, is all your art is really coming from trauma-based, trauma background, uh, or well, it's covers, or it's covers other things like hope, like, yeah. like, like fantasies. Yeah, yes, yeah yes, but yes. I would say maybe 80, 20, let's say, <laughs> let's say. Most of our art, uh, symbols, poetry, everything, it starts from personal traumas that we also find uh, to be other people's trauma in a way, in communities' traumas in a way, because so many people, uh, you know, share the same problem, same trauma, and everywhere. Of course, in communities or in countries uh, like Israel, but also we have common problems if we say one thing in Israel, we can relate with other people sure. like abroad. Or emotions are emotions. The other side of right. the... We all have the same emotional cords. You're right. All of us. Everywhere. Yeah. Same emotional Ideologies cords. are different. But different, emotion... but emotional cords are the same. Right. Yeah. But you know, I look at you. I don't know if I may say, but you look in love. Although I cannot see your... Uh... Yeah, we we are, doesn't matter. We I can read it in your eyes. Years. I can see in his eyes. We are 11 years together. Wow. And tomorrow, and only two, tomorrow and we are one. getting married in oh, the city. Really? Wow, wow, wow. Listen, I'm married since I'm 20. If you need any advice, <laughs> uh, you know how to get to me. Uh, the best one is not many things are worth fighting between. True. But 11 years, you look like spring chickens. But anyway, tomorrow, <laughs> wow, we are so privileged, mommy. Huh? <laughs> Wonderful, Thanks. wonderful. But Thank anyway, you. I meant to see to say that once you know really love, and tomorrow you're getting married, that's a real commitment to love. I mean, what can you, you know? Uh, I'm sure it's also in your art. Yeah. No, like human compassion, like um, like containing the other. Yes, we love, feeling of love can bring a lot of a lot, you know. It fills you up with images, which I, I, I'm very happy that it's not just the trauma. That yeah, you know, it, trauma really brought us to, to this point so far. But I think Dede and I released a lot of the trauma baggage already. Also, through the artistic processes we've been through. Uh, and now we can actually contain other people's traumas too. Um, I think this is one of the reasons why we care so much for the hostages. I mean, everybody cares, but some people do more and some, some people do less. Um, and we feel like we really devoted ourselves completely to that topic. Um, 
we could have like you know stayed yeah, in you the could stay in your residency and, right. and watch tv whatever right but and, what I do. So we can really contain right. uh, with a lot of happiness uh other other people's problem problems right now because we really feel it in our bones like they are us i i, I see them as my family members almost i mean mm. not the same but really almost as if they were my my own blood yeah, but you know you actually too. went and you actually lived the moment doing your project mm -hmm. is living the moment what we say oh yeah you have to be at the moment in order to really talk like you you know like yeah, how you feel also, about them we also along all this way uh, 40 days we were also talking directly with uh, the families with the families you know, like doing this project and we feel like totally committed and part of the whole thing of course you know that i'm thinking about all your process um coming out of trauma you're so hopeful and you're so positive and you always you draw all your pictures everything is like trying to get to a better place yeah. and your ability to stretch and get more and more into you because you're talking and you're communicating with a public so now it's personal but you have room for a big public to take it in and to work with much bigger public you know and and really be on it it's a beautiful process yeah. it's a beautiful yeah, process. but there is something are you afraid so you grew up in israel right yeah so whatever you experience and whatever you went through but now when you go back you might you might find a different you know mm -hmm. it, it, it will be only three months you'll be away or maybe four months Like I'm going on the 12th back after three and a half months that I was not in Israel. Wow. And I wonder what I'm going to find. Yeah. I'm afraid. I'm oh. afraid. scared about it too. I'm, I'm very afraid. Yeah. I, I mean, I talk to my family and my friends all the time and I ask them the stupid, <laughs> like explain to me how it feels for you to walk in the street. Explain to me how the street looks like. If people are sitting in cafes and I ask them like, The tiniest questions about the reality because I, I have to feel how it is to to walk in the streets so I ask right. them all the time I'll tell you you know I was there in the beginning and I'm here now it's tough to be there and it's tough to be here yes. for very different reasons and um in a very strange way as many years as I live here I was always there for wars or for terrible events yeah. And this and now I'm a little bit here, a little bit there. There's something about being there that is good because you all go through this together and you can help and you can walk and you can march and you can, you know, volunteer. When you're here, it's so far away, so you worry more. The tough feeling is the same. You feel a little bit helpless and you worry for what's going on there. At the same time, things are not great here now, so you worry for what will happen here. The whole atmosphere is the same. The details are different. A little bit yeah. details are different. And you'll find, listen, when you go home, you go home. You know what's going on in Israel. I'm sure you tasted some of it before. Just that this one was a big hit. Very big, big. It's one of the it's one of the main reasons that uh, pushed us to to do actually what we did because we were so helpless here, uh, yeah. 
we've been in New York, it's not our home, we feel like visitors, we don't have a real safe home here, and we also felt that our safe home back there is like uh, heat? being yeah. destroyed, and and we felt like we have to, to act because we were so helpless, so we definitely understand uh, what you say. And I can say yesterday, um, by chance, we just saw uh, some uh, news uh, article, you know, on the on the screen. It was like 40 minutes of, uh, and it was from uh, two or three weeks ago. I don't remember exactly, but it it's suddenly it's like a jump to reality. You you feel a little bit better, like how the streets feel feel like back home, what is the vibe, what people... I see uh, them looking in slow motion. Emotions, everything, because uh, we are here and so disconnected from this daily life and the routine in, in Israel because we're fully committed to the project, we're working non-stop, and, and, and sometimes, from time to time, you get this, like... You know, punch in the face from reality, and you understand another detail that happened, something, another vibe that you can't feel from here. And right. after you talk with someone back home, after you see an, a video from there, uh, these are the things that makes like a reality check. Right. But I'm sure it feels good to be a good servers because you serve such a big community of people that thank you, which is. It's very nice to to be padded with. How how you are welcomed by the uh, art world in Israel? Your your colleagues. I, I know I, you don't care, maybe, but forget caring or not. But. No, no, I'm totally honest with you. Most of the people never approached us, never said a word. You know, some of them are our friends, so of course, and some of. The people did have a good word to spare. And some people trying to help us to um to to find donations and to support us somehow and some really good people uh, connect us with important people to to maintain this project and to spread it all over. But the majority of the uh, the Israeli art world didn't say a word. I can I can also not really blame them. We, can, we can't really judge because I think in the situation in Israel is tough. Yeah, very don't know tough. People are doing everything they can yeah. in different right. ways. So right. I don't judge them really. I it's not I, the right time. It's not the the you need. They the are doing their They're inside now. the whole situation over there. No, that's very interesting what you said. Who said it's not that you need the perspective? Me. You're very right. You know also. You know, I think about films, you know, how long it took for the first film about Vietnam to come out after the war. Uh, it was maybe 10, 15 years, you know. You and we, in I, yeah, but we in Israel, things are happening so intensely so that it's so hard to reflect. You, you don't, you know, you, you want to reflect, but boom, you get another event. But, yes. so, but you know, we all grew up in a never-ending war. But what happened now really threw us completely and it you know i i almost want to hug you hmm. and bless we you for finding the, the language to react you know because what you did is is you you like this word uh, 
Humongous? Humongous. Humongous. You, you know this word? I, I only yeah. know it from here. Humongous. Yeah. It, it is, is humongous. What you did is, so I always, you know, I teach films at NYU. So I always, you know, I wonder my, my, if my students, how far can they reach and change attitudes through their films or the screenwriters through their scripts? And look at you. You got up in the morning and within, I don't know, 48 hours, you find a huge way to touch people and maybe move them. I'm sure some of them move them in move many them ways for in many good ways, and for bad. Right, yeah. and forever. Yeah, so, yeah but you know, uh, Dada will just go and turn uh, up the light. Some light, maybe. Uh, so we won't be in the dark. But let no, me... you are not in the dark. And uh, uh, he was, it's nice, a little bit of shade. Yeah, it's half, uh, like a half. Yeah, the, the light comes from one side only. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> but I want to ask you, Dede, where is he? he? He's coming. Yeah, but I just want to add something before you, you ask. We, we don't feel satisfied at all. We, we don't have a lot of happy moments that we feel no, like... we're not talking about happiness. We're not talking about... If you will be happy with yourself, you're not... I mean, I'm sorry for this day, amazing phrase. If you will be, you know, like, boom... I am like, you know, boom, boom. If you don't have doubts and, and other questions coming, I don't know. We know the circumstances are tough. We know the whole the whole situation is shit. So it's like, a, it, we're not talking about happiness. Dede, are you going to have this schmate on your face tomorrow at the wedding? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Of, of course. course. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell her it's not a schmate. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's an identity. It's an identity. I know. I know. It's your signature. Come on. I, I, I have. Uh, I have a few other masks. Oh, you have other masks? Or maybe no, even better, art masks and everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. I couldn't bring yeah. everything with me from uh, Tel Aviv. You know, it was uh, too much in the suitcase. I don't have insurance for that. Yeah. And, uh, Did you invite? But you know, when you have a baby. So yeah, I will cover him too. a little bit. Jewish exactly. art. So when is the baby exactly. coming? I didn't say that. So Jesus. are you going to have a Ben-Gvir or Smotres tomorrow when? in your wedding? Oh, yeah, we, 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 coming, we coming. coming, yeah. yeah okay, because, you <laughs> know, yeah. We accept everyone. You have to go back to them too. Oh, to sh- them, oh, you know? No, no. Let, enough joking. Okay, okay. This is okay. serious. This is very this serious. Very serious <laughs> you know, those guys. And what you are doing, it's opposite. You know, I mean, they, what you're they, doing they, is really, you know, the way you make us, building and they're destructive, right? But also, you, when, when you make their pictures, that everybody is just looking at the black of the eyes. You know what you do? It's like open people's heart. It's unbelievable. Or close. So, I mean, some people can say this campaign closed their hearts because. Right. A lot of people are tearing down our posters, so because it because it don't feel they were it's no, no, a brainwash. No, they feel very much. They were very much. against it. That's no. why it's for good and for bad. They shut their heart. It became it became a symbol of uh, arguments. You know, it's not people don't even see the faces. They tear down faces of uh, babies and a lot of people. people. They don't see the faces. The faces they see it as a symbol of Israel and symbol yes. and. and uh, uh, and the point of argument and the and the, their argument is like 
put it up or tear it down instead of shouting at each other. That's, right. uh, so what's next except this wonderful, wonderful occasion of getting married? You know, we always feel like we are not doing enough. And every time we say, okay, what's the next step with this campaign? Right. And we are feeling a bit stuck because every day, We receive like very confusing news from like uh, the Israeli Hadashot. Uh, yeah, news. Like, for example, today they said that the negotiation team with the U.S. government is really, really uh, developed by now. So every day, Dede and I yes. and Tal and the team is like saying, okay, should we plan the next step? What? Where? What do we do now? I mean, almost every, right. evening, almost every evening. Right. The unknown is so, and... yeah, the unknown right. is, is scary. You know, it's sometimes not it, it's not like sometimes, you know, I don't know. I'm eager to know what will happen yet tomorrow. This is not the case. Yeah. Because the unknown uh, may, may uncover a lot of devastating news. We know that, you know. So yeah, look at look at us. We are all upset, very upset. We are It's very heavy. Right. Very right. Heavy. Listen, but I'm so happy wanted... you came. But I'm if... so happy to come, you came to us. Thank you. Guys, but thank I'm just you. talking about the next steps of the campaign. Right. I mean, there are there are three options in my opinion. I'm sorry that I'm even saying it out loud, but we have to think about it. Right. One is that all of the, the ones that are still alive would be released. The second is some of them will be released. And the third that they they are dead. We need to think about those options too. Although and Biden say today that he thinks that most of them are alive, whatever it was. I, 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 that's the only thing I have We in mind. So. But I mean, where is the direction of the campaign with each and every of those three uh, possibilities? Yeah, but still, I mean, since the the moment we started the, this campaign, since the very first moment, we didn't know, we couldn't predict what's going to happen the next day. We couldn't predict what's going to happen until the evening of right. the same day. And right. we went step by step by just what happened dur during the immediate seconds, like sec like minute after minute. Mm -hmm. and and the day after was always a new surprise because we found out about something and we got reached by someone that had an idea and we and and that's that's the way we moved all the way so i think that's all also the stage we are here now we don't know exactly what will happen tomorrow but we will have something happen tomorrow too tomorrow you are you are vowing to to love each other forever yeah yeah that's for sure that's it then... that's it tomorrow <laughs> That's for tomorrow, maybe, but the day right, after. Right. Listen, we are so happy to to Thank be you. to know about it. Thank you. Thank you for coming, and I hope everybody that is going to be come back from from the Hamas terrible whatever there in Gaza will have the strength mm -hmm. to wake up and and build something like you guys. What can I tell you? I wish so, them happy lives and right. simple lives. And like to all of us. Actually. Yeah, we just really want, want them to, be. All to come back and we can finally yeah. we hug them all, really. Yeah. And we hug you. Thank you so much Thank for what you, you do. Congratulations. Mazalto. Mazalto. Thank, Thank you. It was a pleasure. And thank you for making yeah, us no. still at home. Thank you for having oh, us. Oh, yeah. You are marvelous. You're very welcome. 
and see you all next okay, week. Okay, Bubelach. Bye.